Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. It's so great to have you here with us on this Thursday November 16th, 2023. Excited to be talking about everything going on in the life of Duke basketball and Duke athletics. We do this each and every day. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to those channels. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Watch the show each and every day on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Like this video and share it with your friends. So thrilled to be a part of the Locked On Network that continues to grow each and every day. If you haven't done so also, be sure to follow us on X at LO underscore Blue Devils, and I'm there as well, at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. It's a 2 and one record so far for John Shire and Duke men's basketball. Three straight games coming up at home inside Cameron Indoor. What does the rotation look like right now? What could it possibly turn into, and what are your thoughts? Three games into the season. Let me know down in the comments below, and a special shout-out to all of our everydayers who are with us each and every day. On today's show... I'm very excited. It's been long overdue, a reunion that everyone has been asking for. It's my good pal Ryan Lohman at the Duke Nation on Twitter, who's here with us today. Ryan, it's so good to see you once again, man. I hope things are going well in your world. Hey, man, I appreciate that. It's really good to be back, and uh, we're in full swing of things, man. you got uh, no shortage of things to talk about between football and basketball, uh, but yeah, let's dive into it. Oh, yeah, no kidding. This this football season has been a lot of fun. Just two games left, a carousel at the quarterback <laughs> position for Duke football for not the good reasons. Of course, yep. injury-related injuries with three different quarterbacks taking snaps already. Mike Elko could be out the door depending on some of the – No, don't say that. Don't say that. Offering jobs his way. There's a lot in football, but today we focus on what's going on in basketball. And i got to start with you, man. Since we last spoke, exciting news for you and some other familiar names that we're used to in the Duke Twitter, Duke basketball community. What's going on, man? What, what do people need to know? What are you up to these days? Yeah, man. Uh, so we, we took our uh, myself, Zion uh, at Duke NBA and, and at Duke Better, Russ uh, Hainline. They uh, we signed on with the field of 68 for a, a, a weekly, at least weekly uh, podcast live show that we had done on and off for a couple seasons. But now we're kind of solidified back in the back in the chair. And it's been fun, man. It's been a, a lot of fun to interact with fans. People come in live after games and give us their hot takes and their reactions. So, uh, yeah, crazy cast on the Field of 68 Network. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, check us out if you haven't. Please do. Make sure you check it out. It's really good conversations. It is immediate reactions, which oftentimes can turn into overreactions a little bit. But that's what makes it so fun. That's the spirit. Everybody's exactly. got these different feelings uh, that come in and that sort of thing. So three games into the season for Duke, we have now seen 120 minutes of basketball for the Duke squad this season. What are your biggest takeaways so far, Ryan? Yeah, my two the two biggest takeaways for me is one, it seems like uh, the rotation is somewhat being set early uh, with basically a seven-man rotation. Stewart's obviously been sprinkled in a couple minutes each game, and same with Jalen Blake's a couple minutes each game. Uh, being seven, only going seven deep with this roster seems a little shorthanded to me. I, I feel like we could still get some depth 
uh, or some bench production from from other guys, uh, mainly like Sean Stewart. I'm looking to see more of, and maybe a little bit of Jaden, or not sorry, Jaden. Shoot, he's he's redshirting, but uh, TJ Power and Christian Reeves. I know we're going to see them in these bye games that we have coming up, but um, I do think there's a spot for them when we do play in some bigger games, especially when foul trouble has been had. Like Flip with Michigan State got into some foul trouble, and we saw a lot of Ryan Young, which uh, he played phenomenally, so no issues there. But um, yeah, the rotation being as as short as it is right now to me seems a little bit concerning uh but then also just like flip playing at the level flip has played obviously like i said gotten a little bit of foul trouble against michigan state but against arizona um and uh dartmouth to start the year looked really good kind of back to flip who he is he looks uh he looks healthy he looks very uh he looks like a little more balanced and a little more aggressiveness to him so i think that's a takeaway that a lot of duke fans just aren't talking about as much is just that we are getting an all-american level flip right now and that that can't oh, be yeah. uh, understated enough because if without flip, this team is going to struggle to score. And so uh, that's a, a big point of emphasis for me so far. Yeah. I, I want to save rotation stuff for a little bit later in the show. I'm all aboard kind of the athletic flip that we're seeing the all American yeah. flip so far. We've got a dunk tracker going here on the show, <laughs> uh, 19 dunks last season for Kyle Filipowski. He had four in the first game. We saw the big, Love it. Uh, drive one-handed slam he had there and countdown to craziness. But it's just the little things like that. Obviously, moving and the body recovering uh, after a hip procedure like this is noticeable. But one thing you can really look to on the basketball floor, at seven feet tall, get above the rim. What do the dunk numbers look like for Kyle Filipowski? And they're off to a much better pace than they were a year ago, which I think tells you all you need to know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing that people don't really think about a lot is expectations coming into a season when a guy has a really good freshman year uh, and coming back and trying to live up to the expectations that he has. Obviously, preseason All-American, like th- that's a lot to live up to, especially as a guy who last year, uh, I'm not going to say it could have been a fluke, but with with a freshman coming in, there's no tape on him. You just don't really know how to guard him and teams are adjusting throughout the season. But now there's a full season of tape on him. Teams are game planning to stop him specifically. And the fact that he's still averaging over 20 points a game, dropped 25 against Arizona, um, rebounding and defending at the level he is. It, it's, it's quite impressive. And is, if he can keep this up, Duke's ceiling is very, very high. Excited to see what Flip can do throughout the remainder of the year, not only how his athleticism, but through those first couple of games, started the year like four of six from three-point range. <laughs> Tough showing yeah. against Michigan State, going 0 for 4 from outside. But that was something we were watching all of last season known as kind of a step-out three-point shooter uh, in his game. His numbers weren't that impressive down the stretch last season from the outside. So I'm really curious to see if he can continue to be kind of a a three-level scorer for this Duke team. The post-touch has really improved throughout the years. But really, can Kyle Filipowski continue to put up impressive numbers with the outside shooting? Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing with him that that's impressed me is like the Michigan State game, he got into foul trouble, shot wasn't falling from outside, but he still made plays to impact the game, especially defensively and, and on the glass. He, he did a really good job rebounding and defending as much as he as he could with the fouls that he had. And so um, if, if you don't if you have a guy like that who is expected to get 18 to 25 a night and can only give you 13, but he's also doing other things that are, are helping the team win. That's awesome, especially when he had foul trouble. I still thought he played really well. So super promising start. 25 points for Kyle Filipowski in the opener, 25 points in game number two, 15 in the third game of the season. The scoring numbers are absolutely there, which we love to see for Flip, and I think other guys will continue to step up a little bit as well. Let's talk about some of those other guys, and then the rotation that we might see in the games to come after we take our first time out. 
here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. Locked On Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn. These days, here in 2023, we know that if you're a small business, every new hire can feel like such a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to make sure that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why I'm telling you, you've got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experiences so you could quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Go ahead and post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also want to tell you about our friends over at Athletic Brewing Company. Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the way that we look at the non-alcoholic beer game. That's right. We're talking about non-alcoholic beers with our friends at Athletic Brewing that are actually tasteful. They are full of flavor and well-crafted. Great tasting, award-winning, and they beat out full-strength beers in global competitions. Fit for all times, so you can drink them anytime, anywhere, and make any activity that much enjoyable. Another great bonus, there are no hangovers ever when you consume a lot of athletic brews. You can find athletic in-store, or you could shop online as well at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That's code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. All right, let's keep it moving. Lockdown Blue Devils here today alongside Ryan Lohman. I'm J.J. Jackson. First three games in the books for Duke. We talked about Kyle Filipowski. Uh, notably, he's had really good games so far this season for the Blue Devils. The guards have also really stepped up, but it's been kind of a combination out of the freshmen. Jeremy Roach had a good game against Arizona, a little bit more quiet against Michigan State. But how about the start to the year for Tyrese Proctor? There was also All-American buzz for what Proctor would be able to do in his second season of college basketball. And I'm stoked at what we've seen so far from him, Ryan. Yeah, I think defensively, uh, I'm very pleased with how Proctor's playing. I, th- I don't think the shot's falling at the rate that he would like it to. He went 4 of 12 against Michigan State, and then against Arizona, uh, he went 3 of 9. So shooting the ball-wise, the the stroke is there, the, the form is there, kind of like what we saw last season. We knew he had a good shot, and now at this point, it's just going to take a game or two, I think, of him seeing that shot go in to get that confidence where it needs to be. And um, I kind of think the same with Jared McCain. He kind of has struggled shooting to start. And um, I, I said it on our show before the season started is that uh, shooters who come into college is like a perennial shooter who they're really that's all they not all they do, but that's what they're known for. And guys who are really good at it, like McCain, sometimes struggle to start the season. You, you, you're in the biggest stage you've ever played in, uh, especially at Duke. You're playing in big games and stuff. So nerves take over. But guys like that just need to have a game or two where they're seeing the shot fall. And then the rest of the season is, is peaches. So um, excited to see where that goes. But Proctor defensively and and running the offense has been has been really good. He was uh, I think he was locking up TJ Walker for for Michigan State for whenever he was on him. Walker was was basically in clamps. So it was it was great to see that. 
but yeah, just trying to see more of a, a fluid offense being run, and that's not completely on Proctor. I think Shire's got some work there to do as well. The offense looked a little stagnant at times against Michigan State. Um, but so, so seeing Proctor get a shot to fall in more of a fluid offense, I think will be uh, Duke will be in a good spot if they can do those things. And he took care of the basketball. No turnovers yeah. against Michigan yep. State in that one, which is so big. If you mm-hmm. were not in the United Center there in Chicago to watch the game, we were greeted by uh, ESPN's graphics during the telecast. The first 15 possessions for Duke, we were reminded that, hey, half of these have resulted in a turnover so far. A really sloppy game out yeah. of the gates, but nothing from Proctor. This season, for the most part, he's really been in control. He's playing 38, 39 minutes a game early in the season, which in college basketball you can get away with that, only playing twice a week with some of your top dogs. And I think that speaks to sort of the rotation piece that we'll get to a little bit further there. But, yeah, I think Proctor very, very clearly the asks of him from the coaching yeah. staff are multiplied three, four times as much of what he was asked to do last season as a true freshman. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point of the turnovers that I failed to mention is just he's been in super – he's been in great control uh, when he does have the ball – um, and I think the biggest thing going forward with him is if, is if just he had a couple shots fall in each of those games, like two or three more shots that fell, like A, these games are different games. Duke's blowing Michigan State out by a little bit more than they did, and the Arizona game's a different game if he's just seeing a couple more shots fall. And, and, and he's literally just that much away from still being in that All-American conversation. I don't think you would say from like a national media standpoint that he's off to an All-American start, but I, I do think he's literally just a couple shots away that would have gotten him to 15, 17, 18 points and he each of those those two games, um, those two big games at least. So yeah, I, I don't think he's far off at all from offensively or from the scoring aspect. Uh, but if he can keep that assist to turnover ratio the way it's been right now, like that's that's huge for Duke and huge for a guy like you said who's putting in the minutes. Um, and if if he continues to play those minutes and stays healthy, I think those numbers will just all continue to improve because he's just such a smart player. Yeah, without a doubt, really excited to see what he's going to be able to continue to do. And to your point, if a couple of more shots are falling, my goodness, everyone in the country will for sure be talking about what Proctor can do. Speaking of the turnovers, a little embedded irony there that at the end of that Arizona game, it was a traveling violation by Proctor in the final few moments that kind of cost Duke a chance from taking the lead uh, and winning that game. But that's for another day. All right, so uh, in – terms of the front court, we talked a little bit about Filipowski a little bit ago. It's been a mixed bag so far for some of those other guys. Haven't seen a whole lot of Christian Reeves. We've seen spurts from Sean Stewart. We've seen the highs and lows of a guy like Ryan Young. How do you best sum up what we've seen out of the post players? I, consistently inconsistent has kind of been the <laughs> word that I come up with, like especially when talking about Ryan Young. Like That's last fair. season, I, I was I was a big Ryan Young defender. In I, I do think there's there's a spot. I'll never say there's not a spot for Ryan Young on this team and in the rotation. I think it comes with the certain matchups. I feel like that's any logical Duke fan has said that Ryan Young makes sense on this Duke team with the right matchup. Michigan State, Big Ten team, kind of that back-to-the-basket kind of players that down in the post, like that was a good matchup for him, familiar with their style of play, all of that. Arizona, athletic bigs, not sure it was a great matchup for him, and and he kind of got flamed on social media for for the performance. And so I think it's just going to be a matchup thing. 
the lack of minutes for Sean Stewart to me is still kind of mind boggling and not that he's been outstanding or hasn't made mistakes in his like seven, eight minutes of those two games against Michigan state and, and Arizona, but he hasn't done anything glaringly bad that, that doesn't, that warrants him to only be playing those minutes. And um, for a guy with the bounce that he has for a guy who with the playmaking ability he has and the spark he provides, I hope to see him more going forward. I know we're going to see a lot of him in these next three by games at home that we have. Um, but that Arkansas game is going to be athletic bigs, athletic guys. It's it seems like it should be a time for Sean Stewart to to come out and play well. But um, yeah, and then the Christian Reeves thing. I think uh, I still think he's a year or two away. I think when you watch him, he's a little bit slower. He's not great rebounding the ball for as big as he is. So it's just I think that's going to come with time. Uh, I, I'm very excited for his future. I think by next season or the season after, he's going to be um, e- either starting or in the rotation at some point. It's just right now he makes some decent plays. He just looks kind of lost out there at times, and that just comes with experience, and I'm hoping he can get that with these bye games coming up for sure. What's next for the Stuke team? What does that rotation look like? They do have some games coming up that you would love to see the Stuke team perform well, maybe increase uh, and add to that rotation a little bit. A lot to talk about after we take our final time out here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. Locked On Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. All right, Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform out there. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you can pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch those winnings roll in. You want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz, and so much more. You can find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Pick community each week. PrizePick even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half due to injury, that player is rebooted. PrizePicks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePicks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash college. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, prizepicks.com slash college. Promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Of course, we're talking about our friends over at PrizePicks. PrizePicks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, final few moments here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils alongside my pal Ryan Lohman at the Duke Nation on X. I'm JJ Jackson. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about this rotation. Duke's got a multi-team event coming up, the Blue Devil Challenge and MTE. Instead of being one of these feast week tournaments, Duke's going to get the opportunity to host a couple of schools in Bucknell, LaSalle, and Southern Indiana over the next few days. And this would be an opportunity for guys deeper on the bench. Sean Stewart, Jalen Blakes, Christian Reeves, P.J. Power. Is their number called in games like this? Uh, How do you think that should go for the Blue Devils over the next few games? 
Yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting challenge that Shire has ahead of him because I think if if Duke would have gone three and zero and the offense looked a little bit better than it did and just the team overall looked better than it did, you kind of can get away with a few of these games maybe catering them more to the bench. But I do think the staff has stuff they want to work on with these with the starting rotation. And so um, I don't think they're going to dive too deep into the bench early in these games. I'm not sure you're going to see TJ Power come in in the first half in this upcoming game. I, I could be wrong, but I think there's just a lot that they want to work on offensively at least. And you got guys like like Proctor whose shots haven't fallen. You got guys like McCain whose shots haven't fallen, who you want to get in there and give as much run as you can to get their confidence where it needs to be. Um, but I, I'm really hoping that guys like Sean Stewart and TJ Power, and I, we know what we're going to get with Jalen Blake, so I'm only targeting the freshman here, but I, but yeah. for those two to get in and get some meaningful minutes in these next three games to get the confidence up um, so they can make an impact in games going forward. I, the lack of pow, power only played against Dartmouth, and so I, I don't know. I don't think that bodes well for his future this season, at least getting meaningful minutes, but just like to have that confidence and maybe – somebody goes down with injury or something, you need a guy to step up and power can, can play that role. But um, yeah. And and then another, the other aspect I'm looking at is, is Caleb Foster and how, how they handle him going forward. I, I don't know. He, he talked about in the post game that he's not used to coming off the bench. And that was something he had to learn how to do and adjust to. Now is if McCain continues to struggle, do we see Foster start one of these three games or does they keep him as a six man and provide that spark off the bench? Um, that's another thing I'm interested in seeing how they handle. Because we're so easy to jump to overreactions at this point because you could yeah. also go to that Arizona game. And when you compare Jared McCain and Caleb Foster, it wasn't even close. McCain yeah. by far and away looked like the more comfortable basketball player. 13 minutes yeah. on the floor for Caleb Foster and he only commits one foul. Did nothing out there on the floor. Thankfully, yeah. made all those shots from the outside against Arizona. Uh, 16 points in the second half, 18 total for the game. Foster came to play in that one, and it was Jared McCain who didn't play well at all, did not make a shot, did not score in Duke's game against Michigan State. So I think basically what we're saying, Ryan, is that these are freshmen. It's three games into the year, and we do love what we saw out of Caleb Foster. We love what we've seen out of Jared McCain at times so far, but we probably just need to wait and give these times or these players a little bit more time to get out there on the floor. Yeah, and I definitely do. I'm not on record saying I want Caleb Foster to come in and start over McCain. I think it'll just be an interesting dynamic to play out if it continues to go, if Foster continues to play the level he did against Michigan State. Um, so, yeah, I think I do love the spark coming off the bench. I think that if you can have that in college basketball, especially at a place like Duke, um, where you know you have in your back pocket a guy who can come out and get 10 to 15 on any given night off the bench, that's pretty dang impressive and, and a weapon that uh, Duke should utilize. So right now I still think they should keep it McCain and, and keep his confidence level up. The last thing you want to do when a shooter struggling is to pull him uh, and and keep his leash short and then especially pulling him from the starting lineup. I just don't think that's going to would do any benefit to Duke going forward forward so um i'm an advocate for keeping uh foster coming off the bench for now but uh yeah like you said <laughs> the the short-term memory that we have uh as duke fans and as college basketball fans that wasn't that long it was a week ago that foster did not look super competent against a team like arizona at cameron indoor and then you, you kind of overreact to that then the next game he comes around and does what he does and we're like oh geez maybe he should be the starter and it's like thinking about that logically it's like well like let's not let's not get too far ahead of ourselves and i'm sure the staff is thinking the same thing and they see him every day in practice so but it's something to watch if mccain continues to, to struggle shooting and, and foster got his confidence and that was his coming out party and he stays hot so we'll yeah. see.
Let's see what happens. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be listening to Crazy Cast after these Duke games. Once a week, we'll be stopping by, saying hello, giving you a follow on social media. Look, the name might have changed. We may still be so accustomed to calling it Twitter, right? But the content <laughs> has not changed on X no. whatsoever for you. Kind of tell people what you got going on and, uh, again, where they can find all your work. Yeah, absolutely. At the Duke Nation on X, or formerly known as Twitter, uh, and and Instagram as well. I have a TikTok, but I haven't posted this year. There's just I have too many social media accounts to keep up with this stuff. I, I and I saw that coming from a, a mile away. But anyways, uh, yeah, Crazy Cast, give us a follow on on X. At least once a week, if if there aren't any big games. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been fun, man. The field of '68's been awesome, and it's just super fun to interact with fans live. And then we, it obviously gets posted to Spotify and, and, and Apple. So you can listen to it the next day if you miss it. So that's where you can find us. Check it all out. Ryan, we'll have to do this again soon. Basketball season is back. The frequency in our visits will certainly increase. And uh, awesome. I'm looking forward to chatting with you then. Okay. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you. All right. That's Ryan Lohman at the Duke nation on X. Give him a follow, go check out all of his great work. And that's going to do it for another show here today of Locked On Blue Devils. Thanks so much for your support. Thank you for watching us as well. That'll do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. We'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.